Now, so for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. And yesterday, I said that one of the purposes for which he was manifested was to recover sight to the blind. How many of you remember? And today, yesterday when I started teaching it, I didn't finish. So today, I still want to stay on the blind. I want to stay on the blind and close this chapter. And tomorrow, start something new. The rest of the book you can read. So I don't want to rush and, and talk about many things. I still want to talk about the blindness. I want to give you a classic example in the Bible where Jesus dealt with the blind. And you can find that one in the gospel according to St. John. And I'm talking about chapter 9 from the verse number 1. John chapter 9 and the verse number 1. Jesus Christ meets a blind man. The Bible said as Jesus passed by, he saw a man that was blind. From his birth This man was blind from his birth My Bible said And his disciples asked him Master Who sinned This man or his parents That he was born blind And Jesus answered Neither has this man sinned Nor his parents But that the works of God should be made manifest in him I must work the works of him That sent me while it is day The night cometh when no man can work as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way therefore and washed and came, seeing as Jesus passed by, he saw a man that was born blind. Now this man was born blind So he couldn't see But Jesus saw him I want to be prophetic tonight to tell you That you may not be seeing Jesus tonight But he's seeing you And in some of your situations You get to some situations in life Where you can't see God I meet many people and they say Well the situation I'm in I can't pray I tell them, don't worry, you cannot pray. I met a man who is so overwhelmed with challenges. And he says, Daddy, my trouble is that Nancy, the way I said, God even understands you can pray. In fact, I have never forced myself to do anything in my Christian life, especially when I became an adult. No, I worship when I can worship, I pray when I can pray. I study my Bible when I can study my Bible. I preach when I can preach. I see when I can see. Now, what about if you don't feel like? I'm not talking about if I don't feel like. I'm talking about if I can or I cannot. There are times, realistically, you can pray. There are times you cannot worship. There are times whether you like it or not, you will doubt. It is good if you can pray all the time. It is good if you can worship all the time. It is good if you have faith all the time. It is good if you can shout all the time. But sometimes you don't feel like it. I've been in church before when the song leader says, shall we worship? And I say, worship who? And for what reason? Because what I'm going through now, look me, God has forsaken me. Don't even tell me this nonsense. I came here because I respect God, but I didn't come here to worship. Look, I came here because I fear him. 
and if i don't come he may judge me so i've come to make an appearance but don't force me and say shout when i shouldn't shout uh, you tell me i should pray when i don't feel like praying then they say uh, open your mouth we are not in a cemetery if you knew what i'm going through you will not be talking about cemetery you would have been decomposed by now what i'm saying is people the fact that the blind man couldn't see jesus doesn't mean jesus didn't see him i'm talking about an element of grace i'm talking about the fact that it is not of him that will it nor of him that ran it watch this there were many people in that meeting who could see jesus but jesus didn't give them attention today somebody is here now watch this watch this watch this everybody was talking about the fact that jesus has resurrected one man called thomas said me until i see and i put my fingers where the prince are i will not believe when jesus appeared who did he call first who did he call first i'm telling you god is looking for a doubting person in this building god is looking for somebody who doesn't believe he called him he said thomas come feel it and then he now said bless are those who have not seen yet believe but are you sure there were people in that room who didn't see but believed because john said later on he said that which our eyes have seen and which our hands have handled which we have looked upon we declare unto you what happened on that day i believe after thomas had seen touch his hand and sighed peter too said lord may i also touch john said uh, me too i want to touch matthew said i want to, i want to touch you know what don't disqualify you don't let some people's hyper faith disqualify you from believing god you meet some people they tell you they've never doubted one day in their life they've never been afraid one day in your life one day somebody asked me he said so brothers do you fear sometimes i said every day every day something scares me how can you never be afraid if you've been flying every day from tamale to accra have you sat in that plane before that plane the mouth is like the mouth of a fish and when it meets the clouds jesus and i'm sitting there i'm saying thank you jesus thank you jesus the other day we were going the thing was shaking the thing that kept me was that my prayer warrior was sitting by me pastor livingston was sitting by me i said oh, livingston when i look at him he can't die now this man i look at him he cannot die now and we are in the same plane he's near my seat if it even hits something because of where he's sitting i will survive let the play but but you know what it has helped me in my christian life when i'm praying i enjoy it when i'm worshiping i'm worshiping when i'm believing god when i'm reading the bible i'm believing if you bring me a sick person now i won't i won't panic in the sense that I, i'm not really worried about whether the person is healed or not my job is to do the prayer the rest of it has nothing to do with me when i write an exam i write the exam i don't have the marking scheme and i don't determine the grade after that there was a lady mommy sent to me this lady was sick the leg something attacked the leg let me see she was sitting like this she was sitting which way this way so the leg was this one left 
and mommy told me oh she's going to come and you pray for her. i said Pearl, i'm not ready i'm tired i just wanted to go to Accra and rest oh so when she came now my prayer and paul serious attack on the leg i poured some oil on the leg and i prayed you know this kind of prayer she left mommy saw me yesterday she said da i forgot to tell you when the lady came to you you prayed for her the following day the pains have left and they have never returned listen the prayer was a joke but the miracle was tangible God has never depended on you. Even one day. God has never depended. You see, we must come to the place when we stop producing artificial Christians. And let me call it, artificial Christians are pretentious Christians. When people are behaving like Superman, but they are not. They are behaving like Spider-Man, but they are not. They are behaving like Batman. But listen, even Elijah was a man of like passion. Who are you deceiving? Who are you pretending to? Oh, me, me. They've never chased me. They've never, listen, the, the enemy can never make me run. Even Elijah ran. So maybe you have been running so much that... You are so used to running that you don't even know you are running. Do you know that when you are in this big aeroplane, the first time I was going to Amsterdam, in a big aeroplane, we were in the air and I felt the plane was standing. How many of you noticed that when the big planes are moving, the speed is so much, it looks stationary. So I asked somebody sitting by me, plane, a genana has it stopped? They said no, it's because of the, the speed is too much. So you know, maybe you have been running so much from the devil that you have even forgotten you are running. Every second you are running, so you think you are walking. You must come to the place where you understand that apart from your faith, God is a sovereign God. God is sovereign. The man is blind. We are not told he exercised any faith. But I'll get to the man's faith. And Jesus was passing by. He saw the man. And he called him. The Bible said, Jesus saw the man who was born blind. Now, this man's condition is that he, he was born blind. And, and today I'm, I'm talking, talking to, to people here who are born in a certain situation. Some are born poor. Some are born confused. Oh boy. Listen, there are many of the things in life you didn't create it, you were born in it. I have many problems and challenges in my life I was not, I didn't create. I was born in it. I was born in Ghana. It's a problem. No, listen. If you are born in Africa, and somebody is born in Atlanta 
or the person is born in Virginia, he has an advantage over you. So I was born in Africa. I was born in Ghana. I was born in the Upper East region. I was born in the northern part of Ghana. I was born in a certain way which I cannot change. I have told myself always, I refuse to hold myself responsible for how I was born, where I was born, under what circumstances I was born. And watch this. God will never judge me by a situation in which I was born. That means, if God wants to bless me now, he will not bless me according to Bogatanga. He will bless me according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Because God knows I did not create myself an African. I didn't create myself a black man. I did not create myself a northerner. I did not put myself in Bogatanga. If God is the one who saw me there and he made me there and he raised me there, he will take care of me. If God made you a woman, he will take care of you. If God made you tall, he will take care of you. If God made you short, he will take care of you. Whatever you did not create. Whatever you didn't create. The God who allowed you to be in that state knows how to bring you out. The man was born blind. He can't see. But it is not his fault. If I was born in Upper East Region, by 20 years old, I am still not saved. It's not my fault. The place is full of idol worship. Islam. Other religions who won't teach you the gospel. I'm surrounded by unbelievers. My father is an idol worshiper. My father is not a Methodist pastor. So God, if by 20 years I'm not born again, I have even tried by being born. So that again, you have to wait. This man was born blind. Sometimes you are born and your IQ is not very high. Right from primary two, mathematics, you are not understanding it. Is it your fault? Is the configuration of your brain. But there is some other intelligence you have. And God one day will touch that kind of intelligence. You know, I have problem with our educational system where until you pass mathematics they will not allow you to go forward or be a brain and a for mathematics Abedi Pele was not an expert in mathematics on paper but when it comes to football beats one person beats the second person not make somebody knows how to take a football from here and cut a line there that one and somebody who is doing algebra and geometry what is the difference so the person's mathematician can you tell me paul pogba is not a mathematician look at the ball he can pass can you tell me that the silver is not a mathematician can you tell me david the gear the goalkeeper where they can shoot a ball, they can 
gauge the speed of the ball they can look at the wind and the wind the way it is carrying that ball and they can gauge this time this is more than physics this is more than mathematics but you know what we have used our lazy educational analysis and failed many intelligent people failed many people listen tell me cooking is not mathematics how to measure the quantity of tomatoes and salt ah, come on. listen tell me hairdressing is not chemistry the way they mix those things and treat the hair they are more than a scientist what i'm saying is ladies and gentlemen you have allowed many things which are not your fault to condemn you from success may you receive your freedom today come on scream like your voice is yours and praise was blind from his birth and his disciples asked him a question they asked jesus a question who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind we are in a society today where when there is something wrong with you everybody's thinking who sinned who sinned when you are poor they said a bonny binti when your relative dies, they say, mm -mm, there's something behind it. When you are sick, they say, there's something behind it. When you are broke, they say, there's something behind it. When you fail an exam, they say, it's, it's a curse. There, there's something behind it. Listen to me. Don't let anybody condemn you. Don't be walking about asking what is wrong. Who did? Who did that? Who did that? And these people, these disciples had some of their doctrines from the Pharisees and the Pharisees had a doctrine called the transmigration of souls. In the transmigration of souls, what they believe is that if somebody came into the world and did some bad things and he left the world, God will intentionally let him come back. And when he's coming back, he will not come into a normal body. It, as his judgment, he will come back into a crippled body, into a blind body, into a dead body, into a leprous body as his punishment. So he has come back into this body as a form of imprisonment or punishment. So they believe that almost everybody, they believe that everybody who was walking about maybe has lived before and they have only returned in a negative body for punishment. That is why they ask, has this man sinned? Some too believe that even from the womb, somebody can sin. Who say that this man was born blind? And at times, people, the reason you keep long in getting your deliverance is because your weak conscience assigns and attaches every suffering with sin. Oh, I did this. That is why that has happened to me. The trouble is there are some people who did worse and nothing happened to them. When you are married, three years, no child, four years, no child, seven years, no child, then they manufacture stories. Or what second school? We are here in Yemen, Kuala Lumpur. Abortion, Abortion. 
and you too you are walking about and even all your menstrual cycles you are saying maybe i committed spiritual abortion but people i know people who committed abortion abortion and yet and yet and koyebi and yet but i know people who did an abortion when they were unbelievers and when they got born again all things pass away and behold all things become new and they have children today i know virgins who married and children were not coming but every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above and it comes from the father of life condemnation when you are walking about and you are not married they say there must be something either his ancestors sinned her ancestors sinned or she herself sinned and you are walking about on this guilt and i read my bible and said he will have mercy on whom he will have mercy and have compassion of whom he will have compassion so then it is not of him that will it nor of him that run it but of god that showed mercy i remember when tragedy hit my family and tragedy hit our church rumors in the town what what did they do wrong what did they do wrong i got messages prophecies oh man of god the prayer covering was not very strong i said then i would have died long ago because there were many times we didn't pray then somebody would come to you oh they, they, they think there was something something somebody broke the hedge and i'm saying all these things you are telling me where is the mercy of god where is the grace of god where is the power of god look at you they have confused you so much that up till today you cannot lift up your head because you are practicing the religion of works who saying that this man was born blind but listen to the answer of the messiah neither this man sinned nor his parents but that the works of god should be made manifest in him i came to tell you and it's a prophecy you have not sinned your parents have not sinned your church has not sinned your brother has not sinned your father has not sinned but what you are going through now is because the glory of god and the works of god should be made manifest in you God is about to receive the glory. God is about to receive the glory. God is about to receive the glory. Come on, Sharia. Listen. Listen. Especially. Listen. I have never seen a generation where people hate pastors, churches, and Christians like today. Oh, sometimes I see things, huh? Fire will burn a lotto kiosk. And when you read people's comments, sorry. May God help them to recover. Hmm. Sorry. Fire has burnt a lotto kiosk. The following day, you read another story. Fire burns a church. Then the comments, fire will burn all of them. <laughs> if they say they are prophets, couldn't they see? 
they should wait earthquake is about to add to the fire then somebody say not only earthquake fire earthquake wind has been eliminated wind is also coming what i mean is they hate us so much that every evil that befalls us somebody is somewhere saying amen and even in the church itself the evil ones in the church the people in the church who are like the tears in the midst of the church when evil even befalls us you will see the same people in the church rejoicing a man of God couldn't he see couldn't he see that this thing was coming if they say they are prayerful couldn't they see listen we, we've come to a place where people cannot even sympathize with us when we are going through challenges they hate us so much that the only day they are laughing is when we are crying and the only day they are crying is when we are laughing they hate our well-being they hate our success they hate our blessing jesus said nobody sinned this man's parents didn't sin this man's parents didn't sin. you know if there was a word clearly i heard yesterday before i came to church and that is why i continued this message tonight is that the lord told me to tell you stop holding yourself responsible for where you are now he said to me to tell you you have turned yourself into God where you think that everything depends on you but the Lord told me to tell you he does not depend on your righteousness he does not depend on your obedience he does not depend on your prayer he does not depend on your worship he alone is God he sits on the throne and he said I am the Lord thy God I am the Lord thy God my name is I am have to tell you your next miracle is not coming from you your next miracle is coming from above so lift up your eyes and look up to the hills from whence come at your help this man's parents did not sin this man did not sin but that the works of god should be manifested